You're listening to Bar Broads. Bar Broads is a podcast. Listening to this podcast does not create an attorney-client relationship, and nothing on this podcast should be construed as legal advice. If you have questions about what's right for your situation, call an attorney. Welcome to Bar Broads. I'm Holly Bookshaw. And I'm Christina Stapleton. We are both attorneys in Northeast Tennessee practicing in the areas of bankruptcy and social security disability, and this is Bar Broads. This is going to be another short episode where we take a little sidebar with the broads and give you some tips on what not to do before filing for bankruptcy. Welcome to the bar. Ms. Stapleton, you have some tips for us today about what people should not do before they file for bankruptcy, right? Yes. So... I started a list and it was going to be three <laughs> <laughs> and, and then, then it turned into that. 5 million. <laughs> so many things. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I mean, this is, if you're even remotely thinking that you may talk to an attorney about bankruptcy or you might be in your near future, these are going to be things that you just don't do it. Don't do it. Okay. Do it. Don't do it. (laughs) Number one, do not take yourself out payday loans. Just don't do it. I'm talking about those cash loans. You can sometimes do it online. And they say, oh, you can pay us back with 3,000% interest. You should never do that anyway. Right. Especially not before you file bankruptcy. We have serious restrictions on taking those funds out and then bankrupting that, you know, it's going to delay your bankruptcy filing. Um, Just don't do it. So what exactly is a payday loan? So a payday loan can be an advance on your paycheck. So you would go to a certain place. I have a few names in mind. I guess I won't list them, but um, so nice. I don't know. I mean, they're public places, right? People know what they are. I mean, places like cash express, um, payday loan advance or whatever. Um, there's, there's a couple of them checking the cash. You'll go and they'll say, you know, we'll give you money now if you pay us when you get paid whatever day. But when you're taking out large sums of cash like that, right before you file bankruptcy, it can be viewed as abuse Mm -hmm. because that creditor can come into your bankruptcy filing and state, Hey, they knew that they were going to file bankruptcy. They took this money from me and never intended on paying it back. And so they're dangerous to take out. Um, so it can look like you were lying about, about your intention to ever repay it, right? Exactly, exactly. And that's taking out a debt in bad faith and, you know, discharging it in bad faith. And, and we don't ever want to see that. What are the consequences for that? Well, the creditor can come in and file for a motion to avoid the automatic stay and ask the judge to make a determination as to whether it was in bad faith or not. If it was viewed to be in bad faith, then you would still be responsible for that obligation. So you're not going to get to discharge it. Wah, wah. So if, if they don't, if the judge elects not to allow that debt to be discharged, could some of the other debts still be discharged? Yeah. Okay. Potentially. Okay. Go ahead. What's next? Okay. Tell me more. Yes. Number two, do not pay off large sums on unsecured debt before you're going to file bankruptcy. 
It's what makes it a large sum? I mean, anything really over $600, you're not going to want to pay. So you just would be surprised at the amount of people. And I ask on my paperwork, because we have to disclose it if you've paid a large amount to an unsecured creditor recently. Mm-hmm. And the people that come in and say that they've just paid $2,000 on their Amex card, I just look at them and go, why? Because if you know that you're going to discharge that debt, there is absolutely no reason to have done that. Right. Um, in fact, the trustee will have the, the option to go back and even get it back out of that creditor and put it back into your bankruptcy estate. So these are things that you don't need to do, especially take out a 401k loan to make the payments. We really don't want to see that before you file bankruptcy. And a lot of people do take out 401k loans prior to um, filing because they're trying to fix the problem themselves with the assets they have. And so they take out these loans and then they realize, you know, my debt is much larger than I thought. It's kind of out of control. The the 401k loan is not working and that's fine. Um, but we, if you're to the point where you're, you're saying, okay, I'm going to file, don't, don't take out the 401k loan and, and don't, uh, don't pay off your unsecured creditors. And that's credit cards, medical, those types of things. We just, we cannot see big payments to them. Okay. Number three. Number three. Do not withhold disclosing assets to your attorney. Don't do it. So Occasionally, you're that you're saying that um, if somebody's going to file for bankruptcy, they should disclose all of their assets to their attorney. Don't hide yeah. any of them, right? Don't, don't lie hard. about it. Don't, don't lie. It will get found out in the end anyway. And, you know, I've had a couple, some people, honest to goodness, and, you know, it's a piece of land. They forgot about whatever, but it always comes out. Okay. Mm-hmm. So the trustee will tell you that. I will tell you that. You have to disclose all of your property, all your stuff. Um, and, you know, a lot of times if I look at you and I ask you if you have a gun and you say no, I can tell you're lying. So, <laughs> I'm asking you for a reason. I own a gun look on your face. <laughs> Very suspicious. That's why I'm asking. Um, <laughs> but I'm, I'm asking so that I can protect it with exemptions. And so we want to make sure that we're listing off all property. And, and just guns is just one example of something that people really do not like to list. They don't want the government, as they say, to know if they have firearms, mm-hmm. um, which I can guarantee you the government probably already does at least know you have one of your firearms, if not all of them. So I don't have to put the serial number or anything like that, just the type so that I can protect it from the trustee. What are some ways that assets are discovered by the trustee? Well, I always like when the trustees talk about this. It's fun. Well, especially if there's secured property that you haven't disclosed, the creditor will file a proof of claim in your bankruptcy and that will notify. For instance, sometimes people will forget to tell me about a car title they're on maybe with their adult kid or something like that mm-hmm. just something that they don't think of as theirs because they don't drive it mm-hmm. but the creditor will come in and they'll file a proof of claim on the bankruptcy and the trustee will go hey the creditor's telling me there's a vehicle out there with your client's name on it and it's not been disclosed so that can get you in trouble mm-hmm. um other ways are if you know the trustee gives this example like you were talking about 
if you have an ex-spouse or someone who's upset with you and your family and you don't, if you're filing bankruptcy and you don't disclose property, maybe if it's property you've inherited or anything like that that has your name on it, they can actually call the trustee and tell them that you have this property and that you haven't disclosed it. So you'll, you'll have some tattletales. Right. Um, but the biggest thing is just to always be honest, always be honest. And honesty is so important because in, in any, any type of legal case, honesty is important, but especially in a bankruptcy case, it's important because if the trustee or whoever's making a decision about your case figures out that you've been dishonest about one thing, there's a good chance they're going to assume you've been dishonest about everything. And as attorneys, we, you know, we are always concerned about the credibility of our client in front of the decision maker. And if a trustee sees that someone's been dishonest about owning one asset, they're going to dig deeper and look further into all the other assets that you've listed and look in all the other places that you could possibly have an asset you didn't disclose. So, yeah. And you don't want that. I mean, and you know, the, the best thing to do is to be upfront with your attorney the very first time you come in. So, you know, a good practice would be to make a list of the people that you owe money to, to go into the attorney's office for the first intake and to make a list of your property. Um, this, the cars, trailers, anything that's titled in your name. Um, don't worry about like your shoes and stuff. We can get that later, but the big stuff I would make a list of any, any property because if you tell me about it on the front end and I examine it and say, look, you know, if you're going to potentially lose this property, if we file it, we can work around it. We can, you know, explore other options. But if I've already filed your case, I can't just say when we find out three months in that you have property, oh, well, we don't want to file chapter seven anymore. Just kidding. Like we can't do that. Your case has to stay open mm-hmm. and whatever happens to your property happens. And what happens could be the trustee taking whatever property that you haven't disclosed because I can't protect it at that point. Right. So it's very serious that you disclose those large items to the, the attorney up front before your case is filed. Number four. Are we on number four? You just did number two or number three, but I think we are now on number four. Okay. Number four, do not buy a luxury item and pay for it with a credit card. You're about to discharge. What's a luxury item? That would be a yacht, a Maserati. (laughs) Um, Other luxury items could include a hot tub, it's not really luxury. I don't know. I feel like it's I've Northeast Tennessee luxury. So many people who've gotten sick from being in a hot tub. Uh, I listen. <laughs> I don't do hot tubs. I don't even do tubs. The germs. Oh gosh, the germs. You just can't. Mm-hmm. No. So no. nobody's ever going to find you in one of those um, those tubs like you see in the Cymbalta ad, not Cymbalta, is it, it's like one of the erectile dysfunction ads, right? Where there's like two people in a bathtub on a hill. I think it's Cymbalta. Like in separate. No, is that an allergy medicine? Cymbalta is like for arthritis or something. Well, I know what you're talking about and no, if you're you find me in one of those, you know it was foul play. <laughs> <laughs> Putting it on record. I have a foul play story for you when we're done with this, but go ahead. Okay, good. Good. <laughs> So, um, yeah, 
just don't do it. Don't, don't put the large ticket items. Um, I would even probably say, unless you are in the habit of putting annual cruises on cards, don't do a vacation, a big vacation right before you file on a credit card. Um, stay away from any type of unusual spending that is different than your normal spending. Okay. So no, no big ticket items. Okay. Um, number five, please do not ask me if you can use a credit card to put your attorney's fees on that you're going to discharge. So we don't want to do that. That's bad. Why not? It just looks really bad. And there's a couple reasons why we shouldn't do that. So, um, I can be contacted for further information into the legalities of that and why it's a bad idea, but let's just say don't do it. Okay. Is that a flag for you when someone asks that? It's, it's not a red flag because I feel like there's a lot of people that have the type of personality that, Hey, if I don't ask, I won't get Mm -hmm. So I might as well just throw it out there. I think there's so many people like that, that um, what I have to watch is them giving me a card and me making sure that it's not a credit card they're going to discharge. If they go ahead and don't ask and they go ahead and do it, that's a huge red flag for me, um, that there may be other holes in their case. So you just, just, yeah, you can't do that. That's not good. Um, The last one, I have about 5 million, but the last one that I'm going to go over right now, number six, do not quit claim property to your cousin, aunt, uncle, child, family, friend, dog, right before you file bankruptcy. It will not get it out of bankruptcy property. Look back as four years on what you have owned and transferred. Um, Just don't do it. You can sell property. You can sell it for a reasonable value and, you know, that's okay. As long as you're not getting a huge lump sum, that's not, you know, protectable. Right. But we can't transfer property to get it out of our name and then assume that you don't have to list it in your bankruptcy because you do. There's specific questions where they will ask. Mm -hmm. So just don't do that. And if you do that, then the trustee could potentially take it back, right? They could. Yes. And then your cousin is going to be so mad at you. So mad. Christmas is going to be so awkward that year. Right. Yeah. A tale of two Christmases. True. So, so yeah, that's it. That's my list of do not do's before bankruptcy. Perfect. That was excellent. I guess you don't really need to give us any tips for the day because they were all tips, right? It was every single one of them. Every single one was consumable. Six tips for the day. (laughs) (laughs) Well, with that, thank you for listening. Um, we are going to record another podcast with another topic and then we'll tell you about it. Um, thanks for listening. <laughs> we'll us back at the bar next time. The oh, broads of left. The broads. The broads of left. left. The broads have left the building. They're gone. if you have questions about filing for bankruptcy or social security disability. You can reach Christina at 423-732-7081 and Holly at 423-928-8321.
Pictures, links, and sources referenced in our podcast can be found on our Facebook page at Barbrod's Pod.